Hello and welcome back to Fireside. So today is an episode about time management but it's also about the work we keep sacred and what we want to devote to and how. So this was inspired by a question around deep work and time management. So this person said, I've been struggling to find a balance in my work with time for deep work tasks, no distractions, and time to manage a team of three other people, including training, mentoring, and coordination. Do you have any recommendations about creating stronger boundaries around my time, especially for the deep work? It all feels a little mentally draining. So time management issues are actually prioritisation issues. They come down to what we deem to be important and how we signal that to the world. Because very often when people talk about time, it's that they're not having the time to do certain things because they're doing a lot of other things. And time is the constant. What changes and what's the difference between you and maybe somebody that you look to who's doing the things that you wish you were doing is how the things that you are putting in that time, in those hours. And what that is, is how you're prioritising it. So particularly in relation to other people, people in our lives, when we drop everything for people, both sides learn that that is what we do. So for me personally in a client work sort of environment that was something that I very often did at the beginning of my business was that I sort of felt that I had to be on 24-hour call for people almost and that if an email came through I had to drop everything I was doing and reply to that email and just be at somebody's beck and call and so not only did that set up a relationship with clients that meant that they could kind of run ragged over me if they wanted to but it also taught me that what I wanted to do wasn't as important as what other people needed from me and so now when I have an offering that's got like finished with confidence that's got um, one-to-one interaction or when I work with clients I'm very clear of always from the offset of what the boundaries of the time are these are the days in which you can expect to reply from me these are the days that you can't etc which just means that at the beginning it's all signaled and that their pro- their needs are a priority but also so are mine and this is how I've balanced it So with this person who's got a team of three people, what might be happening is there is a relationship here where that kind of mentoring and that training is taking place very ad hoc 
when somebody raises their hand and needs help, they jump to it. Um, And perhaps there's something in here where those team members can be afforded a little bit of independence and they have a time and a place where they know they can come for support rather than it all happening at the exact same at the exact time they need it the other thing with time management is it's not enough to want the time and space you have to commit to it and i think very often in this online business world we kind of if we want something enough we believe we should be able to make it happen and then when we don't we see that as some sort of failing or we don't want it enough or you know all those stories we like to make up about ourselves and how awful we are um but actually well and the other thing is it's just time that's what comes up it's like I should be able to do this because it's literally just organizing a calendar there's a lot of that kind of storytelling that narrative that we put on ourselves of this is not a hard thing why am I not able to organize my time like the adult person that I am um but it's a commitment and what the commitment means committing to something means you go through some discomfort to get to the other side it is an uncomfortable thing to do because you are having to break a lot of habits many of which will be years if not decades old especially if there's kind of like people pleasing stuff in there there's a lot there's a lot (laughs) that you have to unravel Um, You have to go through the discomfort of perhaps feeling like you're letting people down, of feeling like you're selfish for prioritising some of your needs higher up. So all of this is to say that it's a process. It's not, well, it's not ever a case of, oh, I'll just do this and then everything will be fine. It always comes with this baggage and all this other stuff. And I think having an awareness that I'm here to commit to changing my time management, it's going to take me some time because there's a few things I'm going to have to unlearn. It's not a case of simply drawing a circle around a day in a diary because if it was a case of that you'd have been doing it by now so there's all these other reasons that are preventing you from ring fencing that time that you want and so it's actually realizing that those are going to come along with us and we need to come up with some systems to a recognize what those stories are and b talk them down and do it anyway in spite of those and that means really committing committing that this is what you want that the work that you want to do in this time that you want to ring friends is sacred you are devoted to it and therefore you're going to put it above everything everything that tries to tell you to not do it you're going to commit to it 
But from a practical point of view, what we want to do is, first of all, get very clear on what you want this space for. So this person has said a lot about deep work and what can quite often happen is we have this vision of how we want our work to be and it's going to be distraction free and it's going to be beautiful and there's going to be a steaming cup of tea and the candle's going to be lit and we can imagine that we can feel ourselves in it and then we manage to clear the space we have that morning that's free and we're going to do the work and then we sit there and we think well what actually was it that I wanted to do what do I do now so rather than keep using terms like deep work or peaceful working or whatever it is that you're aiming for you actually need to ground that into something that's real and so that might be a very specific project that you want to work on it might be a list of tasks of things that you never usually get done but you really want to um, it might be a style of a type of working so for example it might be creative work as opposed to admin style work but you need to be clear on what it actually is because that then becomes the motivator you think you have something more than this kind of abstract idea of deep work that can motivate you because you want to do that you want to do that project you want to do that task you want to get this all done for that next thing so once you've got clear on that make two lists the first list is every task you do in a week and include the minutiae in that this is very important so replying to emails um walking up to somebody's desk and talking to them about something for 50 minutes all these little things that you're doing towards your work and the big things list them all out and then when you've got your definition of what you want that deep work to be make a second list which is the things you want to add in to your week the things that you want to do again very very specifically and also include on that list things you want to do more of so they might be things that are on the first list but you do them so few times or or in such a short amount of time and you really want to do more of it include that on your second list So with your lists, rank and order them in terms of what is of crucial importance. And the thing that's funny with prioritisation is that the root of the word, which is priori, priori, I'm not sure, but it's from the Greek and it means one. So the fact that we can prioritise multiple things is actually kind of a contradiction in terms because it should just be one thing one thing that's more important but I'm not going to make us do that because that's not the world we live in but I do always find that's a very important thing to think about because we do want to try and do all the things we do think oh all of this is actually really important but that's that is 
very much against the essence of prioritizing. You have to be rigorous and cruel and very, very realistic of what is actually important because we get into our heads about all these things that are so important when really, you know, oh, I have to post seven days a week on Instagram. No, you don't. That's not important. Yeah, I have to reply to emails as they land in my inbox. I can think of maybe one job where that is actually important. So as you're going through these lists and you're ranking the things you're doing in order of importance, go through and do it again. (laughs) Go through again with what is actually important. See what can be cut out. See what can be delegated. See what you can reduce. If you're not feeling very brave, reducing is a good start before you start to cut things out. But what you have to do with these lists is make room on the first list to include the things on the second list. And so that is going to mean cutting things out. There isn't a way to fill those constant hours that you've got with both lists. So you have to make the choice of what you're going to take off the first to fit in the second. And that might feel a bit brutal. Um, It might feel a bit harsh. But there isn't really another choice. And actually most people don't mind. (laughs) Most people won't even notice a lot of things that you're cutting out and not doing. The person who will notice the most is you because your life will be better. So after you've got the prioritisation down on paper, you know what you want to add in, you know what you're cutting out, there will be a bit of a transitional period where you know, there'll be things you have to finish before you can cut something out or you have to explain to a team member how you do something so you can delegate it to them. So there is a little transitional period to be aware of because that's the part in which you'll think, oh, it's not working, I'll just give up. But just know that on the other side of that is where the commitment is. This is where the commitment really is needs to, you need to hold tight to it. And on the other side of it is where the good stuff happens. Some other things just to think about as more sort of tactics in this process. Um, One is themed days. So that can be something particularly when you work with other people that can be quite useful. So they can, everybody's on the same page of where you're at. I also find it very useful just working for myself. So that's where you take a day of the week and that's the day where you do all similar tasks. So perhaps you do all your admin on a Monday, perhaps you do all your creation on a Tuesday, perhaps you do client work on a Wednesday, whatever it is. By having those themed days where you're doing all the similar sort of tasks, it's much better for your productivity because you're not having to, your brain's not having to switch between different modes the whole time. And then also when you're working with people, they can know, oh, it's Tuesday, I'm not going to bother her with this right now because I know she'll be in her creative 
morning so I will wait till lunchtime to talk to her about it and it just is an easy way of everybody being on the same page. Something else that can really help when you're trying to ring fence time for something is to change up the environment. So that can mean going to work in a cafe to do your writing. It can be, if you work from home, it can be as easy as working in bed or working at the kitchen table as opposed to your desk to do something. If you work in an office with people maybe it's seeing if you can work from home for a morning or a day to get that deep work done. So changing up the environment is a really good signal to yourself that this is the place where we do something different and also particularly if you are working with people if you are removing yourself from the place where they can find you to come and ask you questions that means they can't disturb you. So it might be even if you've got like a meeting room or something like that, you go in there for a morning and you shut the door and people know they can have you when you come out, but during this time you really need to be focused. If even that feels a little bit passive aggressive, um, you could always lie. (laughs) And I mean that in the nicest possible way of putting in your calendar a meeting It's a meeting with yourself, but they don't need to know that. But they'll just know you've got the meeting, perhaps off-site for that day or that morning. And that can allow you to have that that time to do that deep work you want to do. And then sort of get into the practice of it. Start to feel how it feels and how important it is. And then help you to kind of build up that bravery to start claiming it a little bit more. And I think this is also all around being all in on what you're doing in that moment. That when we are, if you're talking to someone, but also thinking about that work you wish you were doing, and vice versa, if you're doing the work you wanted to be doing, but you're also thinking about that thing you've got to talk to that person about, there's not, you're not all in at any time and you're not serving you or them or anybody in the right way. So when you are with your team members and you're doing the mentoring and you're doing the training make sure that you are all in with them and that time is devoted to them and likewise devote the time to the stuff you want to do that's what everybody deserves you deserve your time devoted to you they deserve the time you have that's devoted to them and then it can feel a little bit more fair it can feel more fair because you think you've had the best of me for this amount of time and so now I need the best of me for this amount of time. So I think that's everything for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please do share it if you with a friend who maybe has some similar issues. Um Next week is going to be the final episode of this season, well, of 2023. We'll be back again in January. I will be sending out the questionnaire for ideas and prompts and questions for the next season to my email list 
next week. So if you aren't already on the list, then do use the link that I'll put in the show notes to sign up. If you are on the list, then look out for it. And until next time, hope you have a really great week.